0: The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM. What I want to start this morning with a story that I was following across the weekend and the last couple of days while I was away. A very shocking story about a man who I would have to say both myself and the Queen Bee would have been interested in him. Not fans as such, although we would have both read his book his biography or his life story, his autobiography, My Bookie Wook, we would both have read it. I think she'd have read it first and then encouraged me to read it because it was funny and interesting and brilliantly written, I would have to say, back in the day. But there was always just something about him that I didn't like him stand up. I couldn't understand uh, why he was a Hollywood star, because I never thought much of him as an actor, but he was a character. He was fun on radio. He was very edgy on radio. Very, very edgy, you know? <laughs> like the kind of stuff that you we, we would, we, if we were interviewing him for, even for this show, if you were interviewing him, you'd pre-record him. Like, he could be very edgy and very, very iffy. But, over the last few days, things have emerged about, and you know I'm speaking of, Russell Brand. Um, dispatches on Channel 4 Probably one of the most respected Investigative journalistic programs Out there When dispatches do something They do it well And they do it in detail And they spend a lot of time doing it And they've been working along with the Times And the Sunday Times on this story For the last number of years I would say the bones of two years uh, Putting together a documentary Which ran In the last few days, and I've watched it kind of skim through it and then watched it again last night in detail. This is where four women have alleged sexual assaults against Russell Brand while he was a presenter for the BBC, for Channel 4, and while he was acting in Hollywood films. And they have made a range of accusations from rape to controlling behaviour to abuse. Now, he denies all of this and said the relationships have all been consensual. This was a joint lengthy investigation, as I said, between Channel 4 and the Sunday Times and the Times. One assumes, as one must in these things, that it has been legaled up the wazoo, um, as you would have to, to publish something like this. However, Russell Brand stands accused of much, but stands convicted of nothing let's take up the conversation from where dispatches and the sunday times left it and let's push the social media stuff aside because whatever you want to find on social media you'll find let me talk with alex dibble of uh, talk radio who joins me live alex good morning and thanks for taking my call what do we know and what don't we know and what we know for sure after four years of work by channel four and the times good morning
1: Good morning, PJ. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I work in the building with the Times and Sunday Times, work for Times Radio as well. So this story really has been dominating conversation in our office as the journalists who broke it have been going to and fro, uh, doing uh, interviews and updating the story and everything. What they have discovered is that, as you say, four women have accused Russell Russell Brand of uh, rape and sexual assaults between 2006 and 2013 so when he was really at the height of his fame and then other women have accused him of abusive and controlling behavior now since the story broke on saturday evening more women have come forward to the times and the sunday times making more allegations against russell brand now the newspapers are are verifying those stories at the moment and um doing everything that they did with the original women that they spoke to to make sure that they are in a position to publish these fresh allegations. Uh, But it's really snowballing, even in the last
0: couple of days. Mm -hmm. How much of this information has been brought to the attention of the police?
1: Well, the police say they are aware of the reporting by Channel 4's dispatches Times and the Sunday Times, um, and they first spoke to the the broadcaster and the newspapers on Saturday. But in the hours after the story emerged, the Metropolitan Police in London say they received a report from a woman who got in touch with them to say that she was sexually assaulted by Russell Brand in 2003. This was in central London, in the Soho area of central London. Now, what's interesting about that is that 2003 is before the 2006 to 2013 period that the four women who were involved in the story originally uh, were alleging um, claims against Russell Mm -hmm. Brand. So it looks like this woman may be a a different woman uh, to those who were included in the original story and the police are looking into it but no sort of formal investigation has yet been launched by the police but they have received that report.
0: Okay. Now, his employers, past and present, BBC, Channel 4, what's been their reaction, Alex?
1: Yeah, so the BBC are investigating um, who knew what and when about Russell Brand. Were reports received uh, by um, the HR department? uh, How were they handled and, and what was done? Um, so they are looking into that. And actually, the director general of the BBC in a Q&A with staff just yesterday uh, said that he has actually rewatched and re-listened some of Russell Brand's broadcasts for the BBC um, back in the sort of late noughties. And he, he said that he, even he finds that it's unacceptable what the kind of stuff Russell Brand was saying on air, and he's not quite sure how it was allowed to be broadcast in the first place. Um, So that's what the BBC is doing. Um, Channel 4, similar, uh, their chief executive says that they are looking into uh, whether reports were received at the time and how they were handled. And then other employers, uh, no doubt, doing, doing the same thing. So everybody's looking into whether anybody
0: made allegations against him, who they had those conversations with and how they were handled. One question that arose for me, Alex, watching The Dispatches twice and being in this business a few years, as you are yourself, um, a lot of Russell Brand's content for BBC in particular would have been pre-recorded. You'd wonder how many sets of ears had it passed through before it went to air?
1: Yes, I mean, it's difficult that, isn't it? Because TV programs are... uh, The vast majority of them. Um, His radio shows, though, for example, with BBC Radio 2 and 6 Music, um, slightly different story. So, you know what is said in a live environment, as you're aware, very different um, to, to what is said pre-recorded. But absolutely, that that is a question. Um, I suppose there's there's a distinction between kind of crude um, and, for many, many people's ears, unacceptable humour, um, and and the kind of stuff that he was doing allegedly um, off camera and off microphone um, when the cameras weren't rolling.
0: Mm -hmm. Listening, as I do a lot over the weekend, um, Alex, to to British media, the the, the government don't seem to be interested in this, or at least they're not saying anything, the relevant government ministers, are they? They're saying little. So Steve Barclay, who's a cabinet minister,
1: um, was on Times Radio actually yesterday and, and encouraging the BBC to be transparent about whatever they find as a part of their investigation. Um, and he also encouraged other employers to check their records to see whether uh, they received any reports years ago about Russell Brand. So that's what one cabinet minister has said. But the government as a whole, you're right, has not been really making comment on this. And it's, politically, it's quite difficult because the government is anti-regulation. Um, In general, across industries and particularly, I suppose, with the media, um, who they are wary of and wary of upsetting. So um, it's unlikely that they're going to, you know, dive in and get really their hands dirty on this. But Parliament could be different. So um, the chair of the Culture, Media and Sport Committee um, of Parliament has already written to the BBC and Channel 4 to say, you know, and and other broadcasters as well, um, to say, what are you doing to ensure that a culture of misogyny and a culture um, of abuse is not allowed to exist and not allowed to permeate? Mm. Uh, so she is waiting to hear back from them. And, and you know, do not be surprised if you see a select committee hearing um, of the Culture, Media and Sport mm. Committee with the heads of those broadcasters called to give evidence.
0: Because, in fairness, Alex, the, the entertainment industry increasingly is being seen as not a nice place to be a woman, shall we say.
1: Yes, and and it's you know huge questions for the entertainment industry, and you know I, I was particularly interested by comments from a comedian called Lucy Beaumont, um, which were made a few months ago but have sort of been re-listened to with fresh ears in the last couple of days. Um, when she said that in the entertainment industry there are probably fifteen predatory men, and things have happened to her and other female uh, comedians and other female workers in the entertainment industry where in any other workplace she said you would go to HR, mm. but there is none <laughs> and and that's a real big question because these programs are often made by external production companies for the broadcasters and therefore you know if something happens to you um whilst involved in in the production of that program who do you go to and and who do you say and also if there is somebody who's abusing their position of power um, on multiple different programs then how do those production companies join the dots Um, without talking to each other, which would be inappropriate for them to do. Mm. So, you know, lots and lots of big, big questions on how women are kept
0: safe in the industry. Now, the response from his side, his lawyers, and I'm reading here from the Times, uh, the Sunday Times, his lawyers initially didn't comment because they said, and I quote from the paper, a large litany of questions had been posed. They were not happy with the anonymizing of the names of the women. They said this was deliberate and a preconceived strategy aimed at damaging their client. They accused the publication of being a concerted campaign and that said their client believes there's a deeply concerning agenda to all this because he's an alternative media broadcaster competing with mainstream media. There has been no full response from his lawyers. He did broadcast a statement on his YouTube but his his he has very loyal followers who are still
1: Yes, and and it's worth saying, of course, that as everybody knows, that he is not any longer a mainstream um, media sort of personality in the sense that he was before. He's not in Hollywood films anymore. He's not on television very often. He is now on YouTube and on Rumble, which is this sort of alternative video sharing broadcasting streaming platform and the kind of things he's saying now um, on the, in these videos that Rishi Sunak is a stooge for the World Economic Forum and things like this um, attract a certain type of follower certain type of viewer and they are
0: likely to remain loyal to him um, and, and people have to be realistic about that. Mm. He is a multi-millionaire from, the, fr- from his success, but this is hurting him financially. Um, he was making a small fortune off YouTube. That's been blocked, and and other financial avenues have been closed too. Yeah, that's
1: right, and and, and that's what we've seen over the last couple of days. So YouTube have said that um, they've blocked m- his monetization on his at- videos, which means that essentially he can't make money from videos on YouTube. Um, last night, Acast, uh, the world's biggest private podcasting platform, um, did the same. Uh, and then also his comedy gigs that he is he's in the middle of a stand-up tour, those have been postponed. So, yeah, all his, his revenue streams are being cut off one by one. And uh, it looks like what he'll have left is Rumble, as I, I mentioned, um, mm-hmm. because that was set up specifically on a sort of free speech basis and, uh, and it would seem like he's going to be able to continue on rumble.
0: One, one comment I saw on social over the weekend, Alex, lastly was that this is cancellation without conviction. Fair comment?
1: <laughs> it's a really interesting one, isn't it? It's a really, really interesting one. Um, I think, well, 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 certainly, if if you take the bare words of that statement, it is true. Because he has not been convicted of a, of a criminal offence. and And it is... Um, you know, doubtful at the moment whether a criminal offence has taken place simply because uh, of the age of the women involved, uh, and also if he is true that his relationships were consensual. It might be difficult to prove in a court of law, but, but that's not for anybody to to speculate about. Mm-hmm. But 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 yes, um, I think many people would who know the industry and have been around it might say, okay, yes, no conviction but that doesn't mean that somebody hasn't behaved in a way that is not right. Well, um, and,
0: and, uh, and, and that's for everyone to unpick in the industry as a whole. It reminds me of another cleverer choice of words, Alex, that I use from time to time. If nine people are telling you you're dead, you should consider lying down. <laughs> Thank you for the advice. Alex, a pleasure speaking to you. I've enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Alex Dibble of Talk Radio. Dealing, if we can only, with the facts with regard to Russell Brand. I hope you have watched Dispatches. It's on the Channel 4 player. Give it an hour of your time. Uh, Do as I do, or as I did, and myself and the Queen Bee did. Go into it with an open mind. As I said, we were... At one point, we wouldn't have been fans, but we'd certainly have watched him with interest. We'd have enjoyed him on television. Uh, we'd have enjoyed the lunacy backstage at, at Big Brother, certainly. Um, and I did enjoy, and I must dig it out and read it again, his book, My Bookie Book, which was very, 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 very funny, as you'd expect. But, that having been said, it told stories that when you look back at them now and read them again, you think, uh uh uh-uh. Your thoughts on Russell Brand. Um, let us not have a trial by media, but if you have thoughts on Russell Brand, uh, it would welcome them at 0818 96, 96, 96 It's a story we will follow because he was incredibly popular here in Ireland as well. Corks 96FM